Hey, everybody. Welcome to Max Effort Kitchen. Got a great episode for you to wrap up our uh, season one, question mark. But uh, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to uh, talk all about what's coming up, what we did in the past, all the fun things. And uh, so, yeah, strap it in. All right, welcome to Max Effort Kitchen. I am your host, Chef Matt, and I uh, got a really exciting thing for you. You know, we, uh, uh, we've hit a full year, full season, 25 episodes, and it was a pretty interesting, interesting year for the most part. Um, this was a project that, man, I've been uh, thinking about for probably five, six years, but never really had, uh, I don't know, the push, the drive, the know-how, um, the confidence to do something like this. And, uh, this, but this project has been really cool. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've met so many cool people uh, and what we're going to do today is I'm just going to go down the list and talk about the episodes a little behind the scenes on, you know, how I was preparing for them and, you know, what, uh, you know, where the thoughts came from and just kind of the direction that Max Effort Kitchen has gone. And then we'll uh, talk about what's to come uh, for season two. And uh, we got a lot of good things for season two. Um, you know, I'm a big veteran now, a sophomore, if you, if you will. But, uh, yeah, so first uh, order of business, though, I am going to be launching this month uh, a whole line of Max Effort Kitchen swag. And I'm talking like, you know, training T-shirts, coffee mugs, um, hats, just different kind of cool things. But the thing about it is that I'm not like um, doing these big giant orders what it's going to do is i'm going to customize it to the way you want it have a couple designs and say okay what color t-shirt you want do you want a v-neck do you want a you know a baseball tee and then we're going to go from there it's going to be affordably priced um and it'll be a fun thing to have represent a little bit of uh, the max effort kitchen and across the world hopefully which uh you know i got listeners everywhere apparently (laughs) who knew um, another fun thing is I got picked up on a network. Uh, it's called Grit Network. Um, we're going to be launching a website here mid-July. And, it, you know, the slogan is the strongest uh, network out there. Um, and it's everything that has to do with uh, health and fitness and sports and outdoors and weightlifting, all kinds of podcasts on there. I think we have about 25 different podcasts um, in the network, but as that, uh, website gets pushed out, I will definitely be talking about it and telling you where to go because there's going to be some pretty amazing content on there. And having a network like that is, it's a pretty neat thing. Um, so, 
you know, uh, it's, it's all new. It's a startup, but it's uh, the person, the gentleman who approached me about it has done this before for another company. And so he said, why not uh, give it a shot on his own? And we're going for it. So be on the lookout for that. Again, it's called The Grit Network. Um, all about sports, fitness, outdoors, all that fun stuff. All right, no more plugs. Let's get into the last year of Max Effort Kitchen. So this actually started on a separate uh, podcast. And so I started as actually like a guest on Weightlifting Talk with John North. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, John is uh, a good friend uh, he's also my weightlifting coach. Um, I met him, oh, 2018, I believe, uh, 2019, somewhere around there. And I actually met him at the gym, had no idea who he was, had no idea what he, what he had done in his life or anything like that. And just, you know, it was, oh, you know, it was January 1st, 2019. That's what it was. So New Year's Day, I'm at the gym putting in a workout. I hit my first 300-pound uh, clean. Um, and he sees it he walks over and introduces himself to me and says, Hey, you know, why don't we, uh, why don't we start training? And, and it was, uh, off to the races from there and, you know, multiple things happened. And, uh, I think I started training with him and after a little bit, I hurt myself and he ended up moving to Denver. So we stayed in contact and, uh, became pretty good friends, uh, through that contact and then uh, ended up joining the team, oh, I want to say early, early 2020. And he approached me, oh, I would say about a year and a half, year ago. And he was like, hey, I know what you do for a living. You're a chef, right? Um, you seem pretty knowledgeable. And we, him and I have had some you know, great food conversations. And, and uh, he's like, you should put your knowledge in the weightlifting world. And, you know, for me, I was like, oh, you know, that, that could be cool, you know, combining the two things that I love, food and weightlifting. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's try that. And so he said, you know what, why don't I have you as a segment on my show? You know, we'll talk about recipes. We'll talk about why you should eat as athletes. And there wasn't a ton of structure, but, you know, John and I, had a, a pre-existing relationship, so we knew how to kind of kind of jive off each other, right? And uh, started doing that thing, and it was it was awesome. Um, it was really cool, you know. I had I think six or seven episodes on weightlifting talk, and through those episodes, I was making some very subpar <laughs> YouTube videos. Um, usually like using my phone and it was, uh, I look back at them now and you know, my a little embarrassed about them, but whatever, you know, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. So, um, so, you know, John and I did our thing for a little bit and then John's life got a little bit, uh, you know, busy, I guess you could say he was moving from Oregon, um, uh, to Texas and, you know, doing it in a pretty, quick fashion, uh, you know, and, you know, at that point, Max Effort Kitchen, the segment kind of got put off the, his podcast got put off a little bit and I was jonesing to do some, but I didn't want to bother him. Right. So I was like, listen, John, 
I'm going to start a Max Effort Kitchen podcast just as a break off from what, you know, the weightlifting talk. And he was like, yes, I love it. Go for it. And we were off to the races. We're off to the race. First, you know, introduction show. Introduction show was cool. Uh, it just talked about who I was, my story, and all that. And, you know, if you ever want to dig into the Max Effort Kitchen, that's always a good place to start. It's funny because I listened to that one. And I, I, I don't, you know, not embarrassed to say, but I do listen to every one of uh, my episodes. And I do that primarily to, um, I don't know, evaluate myself. You know, I figure if, if I wouldn't listen to it, then it's probably not good content, but I enjoy listening to it. Um, and I pick up on some, uh, you know, blunders here and there, but for the most part, I don't do editing and I never have done editing. Um, it would be cool to do a live show. Uh, I'm just not quite there yet, but I will get there. I'm sure of it. Anyways, uh, so, you know, did started with my intro. And like I was saying, it's funny because you go back and I don't know if you, anybody has ever heard uh, or I'm sure most people have seen the skit on Saturday Night Live. Uh, it's called Sweaty Balls and it has Alec Baldwin on it and two other women that I am completely blanking their names. Anyways, but they talk really soft and it's very slow and kind of lustful. <laughs> you listen to that first episode and that's the way I'm talking. In fact, I had uh, my brother at the time, he was telling me, well, not at the time, he's still my brother, but he was telling me, he's like, it's hilarious because you, you have this like very low, soft and sultry voice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was, that was a good, good start, right? Um, I was nervous. I didn't know, you know, I know, I knew what it meant to be on a mic, but there's a whole different ball game when you're doing a solo podcast versus a uh, podcast with somebody, you know, because you can really, you know, you can take breaks of talking, you can jive, you can um, work through things together, uh, you have different perspectives, and, and it leads to really good conversation. Um, so... You know, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start spreading some food knowledge. So I started it out with uh, a really actually cool thing that I want to kind of bring back, but in a different fashion, which is I cooked uh, my chili recipe on the podcast. And I have a little like uh, basically an outdoor kitchen that I can um, I could do that on. And I literally you can hear me, you know, sauteing the meat and and getting everything going and, and measuring things out. And it was a fun episode. And I've, like I said, I am going to get back to that because I think that's a good segment to get back to. Um, but I'm waiting on some equipment so I can actually cook in the kitchen with somebody, which that'll be a fun one because um, I'm going to bring on different types of chefs and different types of people who cook, you know, stay-at-home moms, you know, stay-at-home dads, uh, just the amateur cook. And also the, the line cook, uh, maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get a, you know, a cool chef out here, but, uh, we'll see how that works out. Then, you know, moved on to, uh, doing these series, you know, like I did the Thanksgiving series and I broke down, you know, the basics of Thanksgiving dinner. And that, that was a fun episode because I got to do a lot of research and, 
um, it took me back to my uh, culinary days because, you know, before, you know, when I was in culinary school, and I don't mean culinary days as in, as in, as in yeah, sorry, as if I don't do it anymore. But no, I mean like in my culinary school days where, you know, before we had to, we were able to get into the kitchen, we had, you know, X amount of hours in the classroom learning about everything. And so I kind of brought that feel of like the classroom feel and then, you know, dropped a recipe, you know, show the pictures of the recipe that I was doing and all that stuff. So that was a fun one. And it's usually like, I don't know, a couple three to four episodes. And I think I ended that one with the turkey, which uh, I got some really good, uh, good feedback on that one. Then I moved on to the pizza series and that was a no brainer and kind of a, a rerun because I did uh, a pizza episode on weightlifting talk. But you know, most of you that know me and that listen to this know that I'm an executive chef of a uh, gourmet pizza restaurant group and we have 12 different restaurants and you know uh i would say a third of my job is developing recipes for pizza that is um a little bit more culinary driven you know it speaks to the trends it uh works you know i work with uh, a lot of um farmers and local people and, you know, uh, partnering up with these local companies that are doing this amazing food, like ice cream sandwiches and, and, uh, you know, different meats and, you know, Olympic provisions and all these, you know, kind of big dogs in Portland and, uh, bringing that to a pizza. And so I was like, well, why not run a pizza series? Talk about the dough, the sauce, the cheese, the basics, right? Because, with any dish that you make, if you don't know the basics and you don't know how to do the basics really well, um, you're probably going to struggle a little bit. So that's pretty much with anything in life, right? Uh, but then worked into kind of a one-off episode of Hash. It was redoing. It was like going, going back to the chili day. Um, did, you know, smoked smoke salmon hash was probably one of my favorite uh, dishes to make right out of culinary school. To the point where I don't make it very often anymore because I overdid that one. But uh, but so I did an episode on that because uh, it was just I could do it with my eyes closed. And, and a lot of these episodes, you know, I would say probably 30% of them, I just got on the mic and started talking. And there's something about that that uh, I think a lot of people, myself included, are scared to take a step, right? And that was a step. I was like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't even know if anybody's listening to me. Um, but I do know that I have the knowledge and I do know that I can explain it and I have fun doing it, you know? And so for those of you out there that are, you know, tossing around the idea of being a part of something like this or building something of your own, like just take that first step. You know, the way the Internet's structured these days, uh, you can learn how to do anything on YouTube. Um, uh, not that that's what it was, but, you know, I definitely got on there and started looking around, right? Um, needed to know what kind of equipment to buy. Needed to know what I needed. Uh, started with the basics. Worked my way up. Um, 
And then uh, I got into a couple episodes of uh, kitchen utensils. You know, because, again, the basics. We needed to know the basics. What do we need to stock our kitchen with in order to cook, right? Um, and those are some, those are some good episodes. Uh, in that moment of time, there was a little bit of gap in between them. You know, and that was a lot of, like, you know, life stuff that was happening and, and a lot of work stuff that was happening. And, you know, the one thing about the podcast is that it is a place for me to go uh, and and just spread, you know, knowledge and goodness and happiness and get, you know, it's almost therapeutic. Like the last episode I did was very therapeutic. I got stuff off my mind. I talked about how I felt. I talked about how other people felt. I talked about, you know, all kinds of things that, that were emotional. And I think that's fun. I think that's healthy to do. And, um, you know, it's not something that is ultra uh, popular to do. And a lot of people just don't want to listen to it sometimes. And that's okay. But um, in my mind and for my mental health, I think having a platform to talk again, and I've said this a million times, even if it's to one person, uh, that makes me happy. And you should always do things that make you happy in life. Um, anyways, going back to the episode. So from the kitchen utensils, I really worked, started working into uh, some structure, you know, because prior to that, there was no like structure to it. You know, it was just like winging it and getting on there and talking about what I know. Um, but I found that as I started bringing structure, which is like building these uh, segments, you know, so having a segment with an idea and then being able to grow that idea within the show. Right. So, uh, the first one I did was, uh, you know, food and the relationship with food. And that was a segment that, uh, has, has grown a little bit, but I'm going to grow it more in season two. Um, it started out actually with uh, my daughter, um, and the Kabuki syndrome. So, um, we touched on, like, it's like that one, it's like an iceberg, right? Kind of just touched the tip of it and we need to expand. And so I have a whole, uh, list of ideas on how I'm going to expand the relationship of food. Um, because I think that that's a really important part of how we cook and how we eat. And, uh, if we can understand again, the basics of who we are and how we eat, um, it's going to make our cooking better. It's going to make our eating better. It's going to improve our relationship with food, right? Because I think that in this world, um, food means something different to everybody. You know, it, your culture, uh, you, based off your where you live, um, based off of your income, like your food is unique to you. And I really think that um, expanding that and getting people on here talking about how they grew up with food and, and what they know about food um, is, it's an important thing. So, you know, the relationship with food is, like I said, going to expand. Um, I'll, I'm sure I'll get my daughter back on. I'm going to get other people um, that grew up in very unique environments 
just to get perspective, because I think perspective is also very important to have with pretty much anything in life. And it seems that people uh, struggle with perspective uh, in many ways, but I'm here to shed some light on that. Um, so from the relationship of food I had, then I started an interview um, segment. And the interview segment has been uh, just mind-blowing. And the mind-blowing aspect is, is the people that I have met and the people that have gone on. Oh, hello, Maddie. How you doing? Good. Good. You want to say hi? Yeah. Say hi. Hello. I was just talking about your episode. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have fun doing it? Yes. So much fun. Yes. Do you want to get on again? Uh, yes. All right. Thanks for the drink. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. She's a sweetheart. Anyways, so the interview aspect, uh, oh man, Matthew Konar, first interview, you know, the, the mind, like the, the mind on this gentleman is extraordinary like his life his story what he does for a living in in the architecture field and world and then what he does um, at these competitions and how his mind counts cards and I mean it is again these interviews are like an hour long and they could be four hours you know because these people are just so amazing and interesting. And then I moved on to Jake Humble, a, a childhood friend that has grown up to live his dream and nobody else is responsible about it or from that or above that, but him, like he is responsible for that dream. And it's just, it's fascinating to listen and see and hear that. Um, especially knowing where, you know, where he came from and he came from the same place I did. And, and, uh, he was super inspiring and I got a lot of uh, good feedback from people about that one and, and just how, and how much he inspired people. And, uh, I don't think I've ever told you, Jake, but that's, uh, that was a good show and got a lot of great, great feedback on that one. Um, next interview was, uh, Eric Dahl. And for those of you who don't know, and I'm pretty sure some of you do, but some of you don't, um, Eric and I are training partners. Uh, we live in the same neighborhood. Um, I'm on his podcast as a co-host, which is PFRS, and that is like all like weightlifting, sports, um, technique talk, gossip talk in the world of, of weightlifting. Uh, that's a fun one because we, you know, we lift. We do, we do a, a training session and then we literally sit down from that training session, you know, still hyped up on the caffeine and still, you know, buzzing from the training. Uh, and we just go to town on some really great conversations and technique talk. And that one gets, um, that one, uh, it, it gets spicy sometimes. It gets uh, really heartfelt. We've had some good people on there. Um, but if you get a chance, go check that one out if you're interested in that type of stuff. Um, PFRS, it's doc 51 on Instagram, but, uh, I usually repost all the episodes and his episodes. So check that one out. And then the next two guests were people I didn't know and, uh, kind of long shots, but I, let me rephrase that. They're not people I didn't know. They're people I didn't know personally, but have seen in this magical world of weightlifting that um, I've been a part of and been had the opportunity to be a part of uh, 
for the past couple of years. And uh, Christy Brewer, she um, is literally, she's a machine and a machine in a good way. Like that woman does so much good for not only the world of weightlifting, but um, for the people around her, uh, for her kids, for herself, uh, for her marriage. Like the way that woman works, it was just really inspiring. And I could not even imagine the fact that I got her on the show. Um, and I probably, again, touched a little bit just on the tip of the iceberg with her, but um, that was a really neat show. And that was a, a big step into um, interviewing people like that, of that status. She, she's a world champion, uh, oh, you know, in weightlifting. Like, what? <laughs> You know, she she's taken number first, you know, world champion. And so that in itself is it brings on a whole lot of emotions. And, you know, for me, I was like, okay, I have to be prepared. I have to do this. I have to do that. I should do a schedule. I should put down, you know, um, ideas and we should outline the whole thing and make sure she get I get that to her. And then, you know, the, the day comes and. Uh, something happened and, you know, there was a miscommunication or, or something happened and she didn't show up. And I was like, Oh God, (laughs) Oh God. You know, like, what am I going to do? I'm like, do I call her? Do I, okay, no, just take a deep breath. And literally, as I was saying, take a deep breath, she texted me and she was super apologetic and, you know, kids, kids in life got, got, uh, got to her. And then she was like, you know what, let's make this happen. Um, the following Sunday we got on, we recorded, we had some amazing conversation, uh, built what I would like to think is somewhat of a, a friendship and, um, got done with that and, uh, you know, have, have been communicating with her ever since. And, and uh, I'm super grateful that um, she said yes and that I had that opportunity and, and I hope to learn more about her and, and uh, I can't wait to see her in person <laughs> uh, because the first time, if you listen to the show, the first time I saw her in person, I uh, totally clammed up and I was like, I'm not going to go do it. I'm not, I'm not. Everybody else is. I'm not going to go up to her. But um, I ended up reaching out to her on the Instagram. I know total the introvert way to go. Uh, but that one was, that was like my first, <laughs> it was funny cause I got done with that episode and I walked into my, <laughs> my house cause I, you know, I record in my garage. Literally I record in my garage. My garage is a studio. It's a, it's a weightlifting gym. It's a media room. It's an art studio. Like it has everything. Um, but I walked into my house and, you know, my wife and kids are sitting on the couch and it was pretty early in the morning, kind of early in the morning. And they're having like, we do a morning on the weekends. We, you know, have these little donuts and coffee and juice for the kids and stuff like that. But we, that's kind of a tradition here. So they're sitting on the couch doing that, watching some TV. And I walk in and I'm like, I'm a freaking celebrity. (laughs) Although I wasn't, Um, but it felt like it. I spoke to somebody that was like, doing it on this super high level. And, um, not only did it inspire me, but it was like, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't put a, a feeling on the emotion still can't because 
you know, she was such just such a kind uh, soul, but just such a, a monster when it came to, you know, getting shit done and doing it the way that makes her happy, which I think a lot of people can um, want to relate to, but could also take some advice from her. Because if you don't follow her on Instagram, you really should. Not only is she giving you tips on life and mental health, but she's talking about food and, and athletics and all kinds of stuff. And she's just a, such a great person. So I was really, really uh, happy and, and fortunate for that one. So thank you, Christy, if you're listening to this. All right. Next one. Uh, next one was a dream. <laughs> Next one was uh, my holy crap moment. moment. Um, and I think after this show, I got more, how the hell did you get Seb on your podcast? <laughs> I couldn't answer that question. You know, I'm like, I just reached out to him. Uh, I just took that step. I took a, a, a risk. Not even, no, it's not even a risk. You write a message on Instagram and you just say, well, I hope. I hope they see it. You know, I have a handful of messages out there that I'm pretty sure haven't been seen, but if they ever did get seen, um, I would feel grateful. But I had Seb from Weightlifting House, uh, Seb Ostovich. I hope I said that right. Uh, that was one thing about that show that probably made me most nervous is like saying his last name. And I actually wrote it out on my paper, on my little book here. I wrote it out in a way that would was not spelled correctly, but uh, would allow me to pronounce it correctly. And I do that a lot in my notes. But, um, you know, I think uh, there's a level of respect that you give somebody when you pronounce their name right. Uh, and I just, you know, I, that was important. And again, he was super laid back and he was just like, you know what? I would love to be on your show. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, what? I, I had to double take it. Like I was standing next to two people who are not in the weightlifting world and had no idea. And they're looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you so excited about? Look at your face right now. And um, I told them who, you know, who I was interviewing. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. But the excitement that was going on in my brain was like, you know, it was back again, like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, I got to get, you know, schedule down. Uh, I got to make a time. Um, when am I going to do this? You know? And then he was super cool and was like, Hey, let's get it scheduled next week. And, you know, we did it on a Thursday morning before I went to work and it was just, it was, it was perfect. You know, we did a zoom call and we saw each other. We clicked. Well, he is, awesome to talk to. He has such an amazing journey. And he's also one of those people that just started from, you know, what he loved. And it brought it full circle. You know, it really brought it full circle in how uh, this podcast got started and how I, you know, really um, approached this podcast, which is just like throwing it out there. And seeing what sticks. Because a lot of the times, like in this saturated market of podcasts, you know, you don't know what's going to stick. 
And you don't know what's, what people are going to uh, listen to or like to listen to or want to listen to. You know, um, partly uh, the thing with Seb was like, you know, I, I wanted to learn from him. You know, um, we talked for a good 40 minutes. Uh, he was, he's a busy dude and I didn't want to keep too much of his time. You know, like I said, I had to go to work and it was, but it was such a, an efficient 40 minutes cause we got so much out and we talked about so much and, um, you know, leading up to it, I, I remember I was writing him an email and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. This is how we're going to do it. And then I erased the entire email and I said, you know what? I, I rewrote it and said, Hey, I'm really looking forward to seeing you. I just want to talk about your journey. I want to talk about so your business journey, um, your personal journey in weightlifting. And uh, we can just feed from that. And, you know, his response was, yeah, I'm, I look forward to it. And that's what we did. You know, I just, I, I spoke from the heart. And that's what I've done with all these episodes and all these um, interviews is I've just talked from the heart. And... I think that there's this idea that you have to be somebody you're not. Um, you have to create some sort of persona um, in order for people to enjoy uh, what they are listening to. But um, I'm just being me, you know? And that's one thing that I'll always do is just be me on these episodes. And um, I was super honored to have the opportunity to talk to Seb And then at the very end, after we're off, you know, we're talking for a second, just kind of recapping it. And, you know, he really liked it. And he said something to me that was just, um, you know, I'll never forget, which is, uh, and and I'm not going to try to do his accent, but in his London accent, he's like, hey, you're, you're really good at this. You should keep doing it. And when you hear things like that from people like that, um, it really gives you that vote of confidence. It really pushes you to do more and take more risks and um, actually say, wow, this is kind of working. Um, and I, I got to say that that was a very, uh, a yet another pivotal moment in this uh, podcast. And I just think, um, you know, I think, Seb so much for, for doing that. And I'm definitely going to try to have him on again down the road. And, and, uh, he's doing some really amazing things with weightlifting house and it's freaking empire in the world of weightlifting. And, um, I just ordered a case of his thumb tape, (laughs) uh, you know, and I listened to his podcast and I listened to John's podcast, but it was interesting because, um, right that day of, you know, that episode, uh, I randomly, you know, I think John called me and, you know, we talk maybe once a week if that, and I got kind of emotional with John and I, I told him, I said, man, I can't even thank you enough for providing this kind of opportunity. And people are probably like, well, he didn't provide it, but he did, you know, he gave me that, that push. John North gave me that push to, to do uh, this just amazing project that is so, uh, it's so it's been so much fun, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't think people really, um, see John in the way that I do, but 
I, the man is just like, it doesn't matter who you are. He will come up to you and he will talk to you. And if you have an ounce of passion on anything, he is going to, uh, basically get behind you. And it's, it's fascinating because the man has brought more people into this world of weightlifting than anybody out there that I've ever seen. You know, it's, he is, you know, extremes across the board. But if there's one extreme that I see the most, it's that he has this extreme love and passion to grow this community of, of weightlifting. And um, I really owe a lot to John uh, for this. So, John, if you're listening, thank you. I love you, man. And uh, you know that uh, you, you know the words and you know where I'm at with this. But uh, I do appreciate it. So, after the relationship, or after the relationship, after the, uh, the interviews, all those interviews, you know, I, I started building uh, this segment called Food for Thought. And Food for Thought was, oh boy, uh, the Food for Thought is a good one. Uh, food for Thought is an emotional one. Food for Thought is, is controversy. It's black or white. It's, um, it's the one that's going to, you know, spark the lighter. Like it's, that, that's what it's meant for. It's meant to get people to think and, and invoke emotion. It's meant to uh, build ideas and, and help people build their ideas of what, uh, you know, food, this industry, weightlifting, trifectas, you know, structure of life, all kinds of things. But that is really my, my thought. 30 minutes ish segment to where I just get on and I word vomit and then I get off. And again, I don't edit. And maybe that's, maybe that's something I should do, but, um, editing to me, I think takes out the, the genuine and authentic moments. Um, we're all going to have, um, for the lack of better word, typos that come out of our mouth. Um, and we're never going to be perfect. And I like to highlight that imperfection because I think that's, like I said, authentic. And I think that people see that and hear that. Um, so, you know, for the most part, those are the things. Um, and that's been the year that I've had at Max Effort Kitchen. Um, it's been an incredible ride. And it's going to be a more incredible ride on season two. Um, and season two, I got a lot of cool things. So, uh, relationship of food is going to get real deep. You know, I'm going to have some very cool guests on for that one. Um, I'm going to be digging into, uh, syndrome based, uh, diets. I'm going to be talking all about, uh, you know, conflicting diets and why people eat in a certain way they do and, and uh, how the people grew up with food. So there's, there's going to be a, a really deep dive in the relationship with food. Uh, interviews are going to keep on going. Food for Thought is going to keep on going. Um, and then I'm going to bring a new segment called Black Box. That's going to be about once a month, most likely. If, not, if I can get two in a month, I'll be very happy. Uh, 
but that's going to be with uh, Eric Dahl. And basically, you know, in my job, I get a lot of like samples of, you know, different foods and, and wine and beer and, and drinks. And I mean, everything in the food industry, like people are just, you know, hey, try this. Even if it doesn't relate to pizza, like they're throwing it at me. Like here, here are these uh, salmon patties. And I'm just like, how am I going to use these? But um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take these samples and I'm going to put them in a box, literally a black box. And I'm going to have Eric over and we are going to sample them um, on air and then talk about applications and, you know, what we think about them and, and where they could be used and all that stuff. So that'll be a fun one. Um, we're also going to do some reviews on, on different types of restaurants and, and cool things that we eat and, and see and all that stuff. So that'll be a fun one. That's more like a, uh, you know, let's, let's try something new type thing. Uh, but that's an episode or a, a segment on Max Effort Kitchen that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and like I said in the beginning, the swag is going to be coming. It's all custom made. I'm making it myself. I'm buying the t-shirt. I'm putting the artwork on there. Um, I'm doing it in a way that I haven't seen done out there. And that and really like, you know, I think it's cool. Like these training shirts, like you, you wear them when you train, no matter if you're training, you know, in the gym versus, you know, doing CrossFit or doing rowing or whatever, you know, they're shirts that they're the shirts that we all take and cut the sleeves off or, you know, they're, we're making crop tops out of, but that's what these are meant for. And they're going to be super cheap and they're going to be fun. I'm going to do some fundraisers over the year, uh, for the syndrome based, uh, shows, um, I'm going to, uh, be making some custom aprons, which, um, I'm lo- really looking forward to, and I'm taking a class on how to work with canvas and leather, and I'm going to hand make them and that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I can't wait to, uh, learn more about that and understand that. So, um, but for the most part, that's season one, that's what's coming up in season two, um, First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for the support. Um, my Instagram has been growing, um, and because of that, this show has grown. And I can't thank you all enough uh, for listening to my weird-sounding voice on this mic. Um, I get compliments left and right about it, but um, for the most part, I just hope that I'm out there um, inspiring Uh I hope I'm out there, you know, giving some perspective, uh, maybe invoking some emotion in you, uh, maybe pissing you off, maybe making you happy. Either way, I'm happy that you're listening to this, and uh, I really appreciate it. Um, With that said, you know, you all know how to get a hold of me. Hit me up on the DMs of the Instagram. If you have ideas, if you want to be on the show, if you uh, want to just chat, if you want help getting started, you know, there's a couple people that are like, I want to start a podcast. Hit me up. I'll tell you the equipment. I'll tell you exactly how I did it. You know, um, shit, I'll even have you on the show to give you a little bit of experience, just like John did for me. You know, it makes a huge different to, difference to have somebody on there and to help you form your voice because you do. This is a, a platform to have a voice. And if there's something you're passionate about, get out there and do it. Get out there and talk about it. Um, and, uh, I really, uh, 
I really believe in that. And, and uh, the proof is in the pudding. And season one is complete. 25 episodes. Here we go. We're going on to season two with another 25 episodes, if not more. And uh, going to have great interviews, good cooking. Uh, let's just get out there and uh, do the damn thing. So if uh, you don't already, get on to the Instagrams. Follow me at maxeffort underscore kitchen. Uh, hit me up on the DMs. Um, I hope to be having a website here shortly, but uh, the, when the Grit Network drops, I will definitely be uh, letting you all know about that. And uh, just remember, you know, food is love. Take risks. Do what you love to do and get out there and meet some, meet some people. Adios. <laughs>